Hi, this is Nick Underhill, and you're listening to a New Orleans.network podcast. What up, what up, what up? Welcome to this week's episode of Pod, Pals Pod, New Orleans.network podcast. As always, I'm your host, Rafael Rattler, joined with my fellow middle brother, Garrett Dumont Rattler. What's poppin' with you, bro? What's good with it, brother? Going, uh, dealing with a lot of, a lot of unfortunate circumstances, uh, around my Pelicans right now. But, uh, other than that, it's, it's all good, man. Nice weather in the city. Uh, this cold front came out of nowhere. So we back to wearing jackets and, and hoodies and stuff. But, uh, Outside of that, man, got some, got some other buzz going around the city between the you know the, the, that team across from the from the arena <laughs> with, the, with the Saints. You know they always got some stuff going on with them, but yeah. uh, but uh, we'll, we'll see. But other than that, man, I'm good. How's everything on your end? Uh, blessed, man. Blessed, man. Got my health, um, and that's all you can ask for, right? Uh, my sure. son scored goals in a soccer game. I'm like, man, I don't know yeah, nothing about soccer, but here we go, son. Yeah, uh, I guess I guess I gotta learn. So, uh, yeah, man. I mean, before we get started. Definitely want to shout out today. We got a thousand followers. And again, you know, we hey. want to thank you guys for everything um, that you guys have done for us over the past year. Uh, this is a pleasure for us. Um, and, and the support has been endless and we appreciate you guys. But want to give a special shout out to uh, at DJ Austin uh, two, um, our, our thousandth follower. Look at one. Uh, we got, wow. Shout out to you, bro. We uh, we got something special for you. So ch- uh, check your DM on that. Um, another thing, man, did you see Josh Hart go for 44? Nah, yeah, it's crazy, man. Like somebody need to tell Josh Hart that as much as we love him, you know, you know? He can show a little, little, little love back by not scoring 44 points in, in the game when they need to lose. You know, uh, you know, and shout out to Josh again. We're, we're playing to, to a big degree. You love to see, you know, a player who's been with our organization for so long. Uh, come out and have a killer performance, career high. Like you 44 ain't no it, jokes. Man. Like yeah, 44, kidding, you don't slip up and get 44. Like that's a – and it was an efficient 44 too. And they mm-hmm. won the game. So, you know, shout out to him for that. But, yeah, to your point, hey, Portland, chill out. Chill, chill out. Yeah, relax. Uh, relax. <laughs> relax, relax uh, uh, last thing, uh, appreciate uh, Ms. Sharon Shy Brown. Uh, we did a dual podcast with her. It was really fun. Uh, y'all go check this out, uh, the Believe Network. Um, where we did something just talking a little bit about John Zion and, and Memphis and New Orleans and small markets and somebody uh, commented on Twitter, smart market teams uh, working mm-hmm. together. Really like that. Uh, shout mm-hmm. out to her for having us on and things like that. Now, it was a rough week, Gary. <laughs> we went wasn't like, great, bro. Wasn't know, great, man. We wasn't started great. the week with like, yes, we got B.I., we got C.J., we, we humming, you know, Memphis team, this is a good barometer. Like, this is what we want. Boom. B.I. out. Hamstring tweak, seven to ten days. So, you know you're not playing the whole week. So, like, there was a immediately, like, like amongst all Pels fans where you're like, oh, man, here we go. Especially the week that we got four games, right? The, the, right. The, 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 one the jam-packed we week. <laughs> and so, you know, then shortly, else you, shortly after you find out, CJ's in a pro call. It's like... We just keep getting like every time something goes well, then it's an injury or a protocol or something. Like we, I, I swear, no other team is dealing. With it. Like there's no the ba- way the basketball no guys way. give it and they take it away, bro. It's you know, uh, but you know, let's talk about this week. To me, there wasn't a whole lot to take out of it. Like if you take the best player, the second best player, and the third best player who all together average around, like, 75 points away from a team, like, I don't think very many teams are going to be successful. Like, I just don't yep. think that's going to happen, right? Mm-hmm. And so I don't take a whole lot out of the losses this week. They were ugly. We lost the bad teams. We're at home, all of it. But, like, to me, I'm like, it's hard to recover. Like, nobody's going to be able to overcome that with a, with a young uh, learning roster like that's just that's a lot to overcome. No, no bro, you you're absolutely right. Listen, I I I, I think that life and I, I I'm I'm you know getting a little philosophical about this, but life is a yeah. is all about perspective, right? Smoke Dizza has a a song that I really like, one of my favorite songs called Perspective. And when you look at the the Pels roster, and this is just talking about this past week and this one and three thing, right? If you look at it as okay, the team with one one and three, 
um, you know, which is less than ideal, um, you know, not great, especially when you're trying to play for this play in tournament and things like that. Um, you know, it, it, it's, it's bad. But if you if you think about it in the sense of like this team without his three top players is still fighting and clawing and in a situation where they are, you know, in a, in a play in tournament. Like that means like this roster is is competitive, you know, at, at least to, to an extent without his three best players. And like you said, um, you know, three best players. And I would adventure four of his most important with Larry Nance not, you know, not playing. And so, you know, when you think about it, when you think about all of these, you know, the roster as it is and in the way that they're competing and everything, it's all about perspective uh, about how you think about that. And so, you know, with the team going one and three, it, it's horrible. It, it's terrible. But like you say, if you if you take away all of those guys from any roster, um, you know, this is kind of, you know, what you'll see. And, and you know, it, it's it's tough. Um, but, you know, like like we said, as long as you keep in pace with the Lakers and the Blazers, uh, you know, and, and, and teams like that, uh, as long as you're still in that in that in that, that fight, playing tournament, the, eventually this team is going to get at least three of those four players back. We know for certainty. Um, mm-hmm. three of, uh, out of those four players are coming back. And so as long as you can get into the tournament, um, and be alive at the, at, at the end of all of this, uh, I think you're in good shape. Yeah, I, I agree. The other part that I think it, we, we keep like forgetting about is that the core players of this team are also young. Like, so, so for, you see the Clippers, like people want to say, look at the Clippers, look what they're able to do. First of all, they're only a couple of uh, games in front of, of the Pelicans without their two best players. Yeah, but they've got Reggie Jackson. They've got guys who've been around for a long time that know what they're good at and know Marcus how to maximize went for 31. Mm-hmm. Know how to maximize their skill set, right? We still all of our role and are hold on, very young. Yeah. Hold on, rap. And their coach is a championship coach in, in Tyrone Lou. Right. And so you couple that with the fact that like Jose's a rookie and Herb's a rookie and Trey's a rookie. Like you and Najee's a second year player. Like all of these players are still very young in their NBA tenure. And so to ask them, hey guys, <laughs> we need y'all to pick it up while 90 points are, are on the bench sitting next to you guys. That's a hard ask, especially when you've built the team so that those guys are more energy-focused. They're more mm-hmm. defensive-focused. You are, you are building them along and bringing them along offensively because you didn't have to worry about that. Well, now when you take all those guys out, you know, that's a hard ass to make on a team. And so Her, Herb is still trying to figure out his offensive game and he out there playing point guard, playing point guard for us because we right. all the ball this year. We got all those ball handlers, right? <laughs> so so I mean it's one of those things where you just gotta take it for what it is, especially if you're a Pels fan and you pay attention to the game. You can't get down on this week, even though they were bad losses, even though they were against bad teams. So, you know, the Memphis game, that's a good team. And with no BI, you were like Where's it coming from? Like, where, where, what, what are we going to do? Right. And Ja had it on his mind. Right. Uh, he came out. He was very aggressive. Um, you know, he, he had his moments versus Herb, you know, so shout out to him. He's having an MVP like uh, season, which you talked about on the joint, joint podcast. He's playing fantastic basketball. And so, uh, you know, when that team is humming, like they're a number two seed, they're coming out to play. You know, there's always going to be some type of rivalry between, you know, the, the Grizzlies and the, and the Pelicans. And we've been kind of handing it to them over, since, you know, Zion and Ja both got here. You know, they took it to us. And afterwards, Ja got on Twitter. You know, he talked, he's talking shit and stuff. And, you know, shouts out to him, you know, for that. Again, you know, when you're in the moment, you, you got to take advantage of it. And, you know, all we can do, because, you know, we and we would have won. You never would have heard. We would have been in the grizzly spaces. Like you never would have heard the end of it. So you, you, you just, you just got to shout out to them. That's a game where it's like, man, if you don't have Zion and you don't have Bi, that's a tough one to win. So did you get anything from the Memphis game? Nah, man. Just you know, like we said on on, on that joint podcast, if if. You know, if you expected the Pelicans, uh, first of all, going into that with B.I. and C.J., it still was going to be a difficult task because, right. again, that team is humming. Um, they have higher aspirations. All of their players are there outside of Dylan Brooks, who's going to be coming back soon. And, you know, those guys are in a different mode, right? They have a different focus. They have a different, uh, you know, a different a goal to try to attain. And so when you get out there and, and you know, you already are down your best, you know, depending on who you ask with, with Zion, you know, down with your best player, 
And then, you know, outside of that, you, you lose B.I. And it's like C.J. is fantastic. Um, but I mean, you know, you can only do so much when you when you out there, out, you know, outgunned. And so, you know, C.J. did his thing um, and, and stuff like that. But it was it was a tough ask to try to get them those guys to go up there uh, and, and focus and try to try to get that game. And like, you know, with Ja, you know, as long as you the way we we give it out, bro, you got to be willing to take it, you know, take take your lumps when, when, you know, when you get beat like that. And so, you know, I've always of the mindset. I love trash talking in the NBA. Um, I love when people talk. If you want them to stop talking, then stop them, you know, beat them. Stop, you know, if you want them to not post the images and stuff the same way we do, um, then just beat them. And so, uh, you know, it was it was tough. But, you know, it is what it is with that. That was a game that was probably going to be tough to win regardless. But you take uh, B.I. and Zion out of that. Um, and the Grizzlies show why they're two seed. Right, I, I agree. So that leads to the Orlando game, which a lot of people went in, and you know, if you just look at it from the surface level, you may say, "Well, you know, that's a really bad Orlando team. Like they've been struggling. They're one of the worst teams in the league. Yada yada." Mm-hmm. But they've been playing better late as of late. Like they've been playing mm-hmm. better basketball. They've had some wins over teams they probably shouldn't have beat. Pels came out slow. Like the defense wasn't there. The energy wasn't there. Uh, and they waited too long to kind of turn things around. Like it took it took JV like a while to like warm up, um, and like it never really like it 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 never really felt felt like the Pels were in control. Like there's some games where you may linger behind a little bit by five or six points or ten points, but you know at some point like you're gonna make your run and you're gonna take. There was never really that in this game, and I think mm-hmm. this was like the low point of the week where people are like, man, like we can't even beat these these teams. But again. That's a Magic team with all of their players. Like, like they're a young team. And, again, it's not a very good team right now, but they've been playing together for a long time, which is a lot more than what you could say of the group that that was playing for the Pelicans uh, this week. So did you get anything? I mean, CJ had 32-8, and but, you know, that wasn't really enough to to make a, a difference in that one. Yeah, yeah. You know, during this 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 push for the playoffs and, and this playing tournament, the, the most difficult teams uh to, to beat this time of the year is those that are out of contention, right? They're playing loose, they're playing free, uh, they don't have any consequences if they lose, so what? Uh so those guys are coming out playing free, talk uh, you know, shooting threes uh as much as possible. And you know, they just they're just playing with, with less you know, less restrictions and less, and they're just more free. And so you get this young team out there, um, you know, fresh off that, uh, you know, off, off of them having such a bad season. Uh, those guys were just running, you know, they, they seem to have more energy um, than the Pels at that time. You know, there was, you know, there was a lot of tired legs and the defensive rotations weren't, weren't, weren't crisp and everything. And it might be because of the back to back, but it just was a, it was a, it was a, it was weird to see the guys come out, especially knowing that we had so many, you know, so only so many games left that this was a game that was right for the taking, especially with CJ there. But again, they came out slow. They came out lethargic. Um, you know, those guys got up on them and they, they kind of, it, it looked like they kind of got the, the Pels by surprise, like coming out mm-hmm. uh, and running up and down and shooting as many threes. I mean, Terrence Ross had a 360 dunk on the baseline that was like, yeah. I mean, all right, well, damn, if you all doing that, uh, yeah. you know, whatever. Yeah. <laughs> so, um, you know, CJ pulled us close. We, we, we pulled us in tight. Uh, he hit a three to kind of tie in the game. Uh, and then I thought, you know, that was kind of a momentum changer because Orlando came right back and hit two threes back to back um, just to kind of quell that momentum. We were like right there. The crowd was was back in the game. I was jumping up at my seat and then <laughs> they came back and hit two threes. And that was that was pretty much the end of that. Yeah, so, yeah. Um, yeah, tough, tough game to lose. But again, when you when you don't have you know, the, the firepower and everybody has to to, to kind of change their roles yet again um, and, and lock into something totally different than what they've used to and, and things like that. Um, you know, I, I think, you know, it, it was it was tough. But I mean, you know, what can you do when, when you don't have your when you got, don't have your guys? Yeah. Um, the, the big thing for me, again, and maybe it was the back to back, like you said, was just the energy. Like, even if you don't have all your guys, like you still play the way you you are. And it kind of felt like the Pels kind of felt a little bit defeated. Like, mm-hmm. man, here we go. We lost B.I. again. And, like, that energy just never got there, right? And, and mm-hmm. you know, from a team that's given us that all year, again, we talk about this on the pod for weeks and weeks and weeks. You're a victim of your own success. For a team that we've known that have been all about fight, that have been all about defense, all been about scrapping this the entire season, whenever you don't give us that, then fans are like, what's going on? Like, what's the mm-hmm. problem? Stuff like that. So, again, credit to the Pels for kind of 
instilling that type of mentality for the fans to be like, if we're not giving maximum effort, there's a problem. Yeah. Uh, but again, you know, you, you got to rebound. You got to fight with what you have. And I think that goes to the youth of our rosters and the, and the mm. players that were left. So uh, the Charlotte game, again, you find out CJ goes into protocols. Uh, that's Man, like that ultimate. That sucked, bro. That yeah. sucked. That, that's, them, when them, when them, when that message started dropping on on, on Twitter, bro, I'm like, uh, bro, like, are we are we serious, bro? Like, are we serious? Like, can we not have nice things? Like, why can't we? Have <laughs> why? Why yeah. can't we? I? I tweeted before the season started that we needed to walk down. I can see the the, the Superdome from right <laughs> here. We need to walk to that arena, and somebody need to smudge in it. Somebody need to. We need to get some <laughs> some kind of cleansing going on because I mean, it just feels like every single time. You do a little something, uh, you know, you take a little step forward, here come two steps back, man. It, it yeah. sucked, bro. It is sucked it, to hear that news. about. It, it, it wasn't great. Uh, and I feel like the team played like that. Like, they came out like, damn. <laughs> First Zion, now B.I., now C.J. And, like, the energy was just, it was gone. Like, the Hornets started the game up big and, like, the Pels never really punched back. It was just like mm-hmm. they were they were doing fast. Like we had so many turnovers. Like the office was all disjointed. Guys who aren't nor- useless to to dominate the ball had to dominate. But like it was just it was bad. They scored one hundred and forty two points. Like, they were they were they were putting it up. That's bro. a lot of points. That's <laughs> a lot of points, man. And they it, were putting it up. You know, it, and it was one of those things where if it was like. A different time, like if it was different circumstances, you'd be like really alarmed by the game. You'd be like, how do you give up 142 points to the Charlotte Hornets who are not playing very good basketball as of late? What are you doing? But like, again, you got to look at it with circumstances attached to it. You got a very young team. All of the leaders are out. All of the points are out. Not a lot of ball handlers. I could see how you could go into that game and just be like, man, how are we going to win? And by the time it's, if the light turns on for you, you're down 25. And like, and that's what happened. And, and to me, like I text you, I was like, I'm not that worried. Like, it's like, it's a bad game and it looked really bad. Like it was really ugly. Like Charlotte was having fun. Like they look at the end of a rec game when you're up 25 and everybody quit out. That's Mm -hmm. what it looked like at the end. And, and, you know, it, it got rough. Uh, but Hey, Trey Murphy. Thirty points, not rebounds. So, yes, sir. What, what, what did you like from Trey? That was like Trey's coming on the scene, right? It was right. like you saw no CJ, and immediately the first thing we did was like, "Well, Trey got to play now. Like he has to get minutes right." Yeah, no choice. Play. Right? Yeah, yeah. The plan was for him to go to the G League for some time to get significant minutes. As soon as Bi went down, that went out the window. When CJ went down, it was like, "Okay, well, he's got to be in the rotation now." So he stepped up. What did you like? From yeah. Trey? Yeah, man, that's that's like that game right there was was the duality of having a young roster, right? You you get that good and, and you get that bad, right? So you have this young team, uh, you know, that's that's missing so many of their leaders, so many of their, their uh, of the points per uh, per game on, on the sideline, and you know, at some point, a numbers, you know, a numbers just add up, bro. Like, you know, at some point, you know, people talk about next man up, and and, and as you should, but at some point, there is no next Zion. There is no next Brandon Ingram, and there is no next CJ. And so when you looking, uh, and you know when you looking down the line, and you seeing that, and, and same with Larry Nance, you look down the line, and you see, you know, all of these these able bodies and 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 all these points per game. Like it's tough, uh, especially when a guy comes out, you know, the, the the Hornets come out and they do what they do, um, and, and get up and down and run and put points on the board. And you looking down, and you you hoping that Jose and Herb can have outstanding games to keep the game competitive. And so um, on on the other side though. You see Trey Murphy, and he is just like this ball of energy that's like, oh, crap, we down 20? Well, I don't really care. I'm jumping up. <laughs> I'm running up and down the floor. Like, he's so young and so spry, and, like, he just doesn't know any better that we down 30 um, without our best players. And so he's running up and down. Uh, he's playing. What, what I took away from that that game, like, he played like somebody who was trying to make a point that I deserve to be here, right? That I deserve to be in these rotations. He played mm-hmm. under control, um, you know, and, and his shot making, like we, we see it. Like this is the, the stuff that we talked about that we saw in the, uh, you know, in the summer league and, and, and in preseason, like it, w- one thing that a person, like if you can shoot, the court doesn't move, the goal doesn't move. If you are a knockdown shooter, then you can shoot. 
And so now you you see Trey Murphy with the with these opportunities, and you know he's playing as if somebody not only who is trying to make a statement about being here, but he's playing as you know, and this is obviously due to the to the to the injuries, but he's playing with somebody who's not looking over his shoulder. Um, you know what I'm saying, and and knowing that okay, I can roll a little bit because. I mean, I can't really be taken out of the game. I mean, where else is, you know, who else is really going to go to? And so, you know, this this has been great for his, for his, uh, you know, for his kind of his up in his competitive nature and, and up in his his confidence and things like that. And so I said before, you know, when CJ went down and and you know, you know, hopefully CJ is back. I said, if we could come out of this stretch without BI and CJ, whenever they get back, if we could come out of this stretch with a much more aggressive JV. And a much more aggressive uh, uh, Trey Murphy and comfortable Trey Murphy, and still somehow be within the play in tournament striking. This is that I think we should, you know, be able to to be all right. And so, uh, you know, Trey Murphy and, and JV, we we starting to see that they're starting to get a little more aggressive. They're starting to get more confidence uh, in themselves. JV is starting to 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 accept the double teams now and kind of you know pass out of it. When we saw that that used to be a, 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 a you know a major yeah. issue with him, yeah, and so. You know, Trey Murphy with that career game, that was it was huge. It was something to kind of like, hey, take away from that game other than throw the whole film away because it was one of those type of games. But, you know, you you saw Trey Murphy kind of get it going there and then it rolled on into the next game. Mm-hmm. So speaking of the next game, uh, you're down four uh, games in a row, lost four games in a row. You got probably one of the worst teams in the league. <coughs> Everyone's like, you got to win this one. I was like, <laughs> because you had a team that again, they've been playing loose all season long. They've been playing part ball all season long. They like to score points. <clears throat> the Pelicans have been struggling to score points without all these players. Right? And so, tell me what you saw from the Rockets. Yeah, I I was I was very very I was happy with the with the Rockies game. I that was one of the games where I was like, okay, you know, it's the Rockets. It's a it's a bad team, uh, but like you said, they they are a team that that likes to get the points up, likes to get the 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 you know get the highlights up, and and Jalen Green with the, the you know as a top pick and cutting up and. and Basically, being a rucker puck in, in, in Houston, I, I call them. They was gonna be the the best ball is life mixtape uh, uh, team in the in the league, and, and you know they they've been doing that. And so, uh, you know, I, I I saw a lot. I called for a JV big game that game because you know going into a lot of these these matchups, and I, I keep saying it because it's just true. Like JV should have a solid, solid, solid advantage. Over like ninety percent of the centers, right? Cat, Joker, uh, and uh, B. Obviously, those guys are, are incredible. Uh, but JV should have really big games among like against all of the other guys. And you know, they start a, a, a front line of Christian Wood and, and Alpern Sagoon. And as good as you know, Christian Wood is offensively, and and as good as you know, Sagoon is projected to look. You know, JV is a better player than both of those. And so, you know, we we was we were calling for an aggressive JV all season, but really with this stretch without BI and CJ, like he should have been able to uh you know a, a kind of a be aggressive and assert himself, and, and that's what happened. And so you saw JV kind of go down and he he I mean he just kept giving it to uh Christian Wood over and over again. I mean, like, you know, and, you know, dumping it down to him and, and AD was calling for him, go see him. Go see them, make them change up something, make them do something uh, different. And, and they tried and, and it didn't work. And so, you know, big shout out to JV, but man, and, and we're going to, we're going to, we're going to talk about our guy because uh, <laughs> let's talk about, let's talk about young Jose Alvarado for a second, man. So, <laughs> I mean, listen, bro, he, he had one of the best games and, and listen, that Knicks game where he scored 20 plus and, and it was a home going for him and he cut up and, and, and you know, and had a game of his career. This game with all of those people out, how like he was so locked in, in into this game. There were times where he was all over the place defensively. He was scoring the ball. He was hitting people with the giant killer floater uh, in the lane. He was finding people. He had ten assists last night, and and you know that was the the play that I think kind of sums up Jose Alvarado's night from last night was was the three Rockets players walking up the court and he just like running from the concession stands uh and running up and stealing the ball from from you know from from the guys and 
Like that's just the energy that he brought, and that that's what what you have to do when you have when you're out so many players. Like you just have to come up and show up and and, and bring it right and, and bring it defensively and muck the game up to the point where you know you get into a rhythm. You f- eventually get into a rhythm defensively, and everybody is following. And Jose was the charge of that man. So like to have zero turnovers in a game where you have ten assists, where a lot of the ball handling responsibility has been placed at your hand as a as a rookie. I mean that is, you know that's fantastic. Um, you know that's phenomenal. Shout out to Will for that for that that tweet he had about you know Jose being the first rookie uh, since Ben Simmons in 2017 to have 15 plus points, 10 rebounds, and, and six steals in a game, and he did it all with zero turnovers. He was he was so in control of the game. Um, he kind of put his his fingerprints on the game, and when he started to pick up people full court and get those steals in the backcourt, you could see everybody else start running around and, and zinging around and being, you know, into the game. So that, that was a really good game. We needed one of those type of games, uh, you know, the big JV game, the big Trey Murphy game, uh, you know, doing his thing. And, and, and last but not least, because I know you want to talk about it, but talk, talk about Jackson, man. Talk, 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 talk about Jackson, <laughs> brother. And, and, and his, his application for the dunk contest uh, in the middle of the full quarter last night, as if like he did, like, bro, he did that dunk and it was like, like, do you know this is an NBA game? Like, I like I like it was so casual. <laughs> yeah, he, he, was so, he just was like, wow, okay. It was like, nah, yeah. bro, like that. I that know you so, other mortals can't do this, but I, I can do it. Let me pull this right, off the bag right quick. Right. Uh, and I think you're right. I mean, I do agree that Jose's the MVP of the game. Uh, to quote Chaz from Space and shout out Chaz, that's what JV's supposed to do, right? Like, you got a mismatch. You got to dominate. Like, you got to dominate, especially with the other two guys off the court. And so, like, he had a phenomenal game, but Jose was really the difference maker in the game. And why I say that and agree with you, man, like, it's refreshing, you know. And, and you know, there's great stories all around the league. So I'm not but not going to be a homer with this. But, like, it's refreshing to watch Jose basketball. I, I tweeted this out in the summer league. Like, before we started seeing him, you know, a, a, even in the G League. Like, he plays the game with so much, like, gratitude. Like, I can't believe I'm here, and I'm going to maximize every second I'm on the court. But he also plays it with so much energy. Like, it's one of those things where, like, I love the game, and I'm grateful I'm here. So, literally, I am on cloud nine. Like, if you asked me to do anything else in the world, I wouldn't pick it. And he plays every single minute like that. You and I talked about, like, we sat right next to him. Whether he gets 20 minutes or whether he gets zero minutes, like, he brings so much energy to the team, whether it's on the court, whether it's off the court, whether it's on this baseline, which I don't know how you don't get penalties for that because he'd be doing uh, aerobics all along the baseline the whole game. Like, he plays the game that makes you want to fall in love with it as a fan. Like, you're like, this is the same game we grew up playing. And so, you know, the little stuff where he, he's been doing that all season, like kind of hiding on the baseline and wait for someone not to pay attention, stuff like that. But like the energy plays and the sacrifice plays, you know, I tweeted out last night, anytime you get, even though Jose's not a tall guy, when he gets switched on to, like, I don't feel as if, uh-oh, like send the help. Because he's such a, a irritant. Like, he's always trying to make it so that the other guy's uncomfortable, it, even if he has the advantage, that, like, he plays with the presence of a veteran just like Herb. Like, we don't – Herb plays a lot more and Herb starts and things like that. But I really think we need to look at Jose and how he plays the game of defense. And we'll talk a little about that a little bit later when we get to win the, uh, the, the uh, Jose jersey. But, man, like – I really, it's really a blessing to watch this guy play the game, and so to to, and not just that, like he's getting better. Like people keep, I was about to say, like he's his will is great, but he's really skilled. He's getting better, yeah. Yeah. And so, like he's creating for Jackson, he's creating for JV. Like he's 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 the best point guard, like point guard skill set on the team. Like he knows how to get other people involved, and he knows how to maximize the fact that he's not a tall guy. So I'm going to shoot a floater. Like, he does all of the small things that you want a point guard to do. And so, you know, to watch him have a game like that and just to embrace it and see how happy he is after sitting on the microphone, like, man, guys, y'all don't understand. Like, I'm in the NBA. Like, that is that is a pleasure to watch. So, you know, not just that part. But then you get guys like Jackson going. Like, and when you get guys like Jackson and Najee going, the entire arena going. I tweeted to you. I texted you. I think Najee might be like a top 10 entertaining player in the NBA. Just to watch Najee play. I'm not even saying like skill set. Just to watch Najee because he plays with so much 
park game that is fun to watch. And then when you tack that on with Jackson just doing 360 alley-oops and between the legs, it's like, what is this? Like, is this is this a pickup game? Like, what is happening right now? But, like, when those guys bring the energy, you feel it throughout the team. Like, energy is it's contagious, right? So when you got guys like Jose and Najee and Jackson and Larry Nance, like, when you guys all got all those guys kind of humming together, like, last night was a game where you were like, this is what we take away from this week. Like, those guys were able to figure out their roles and how to be impactful in their roles. And, and yeah, you're absolutely right, OGD. Like, everyone's having fun. Like, you see smiles from B.I. and Zion. Like, you, you, it looks like a summer league game. Like, that's what it looked like. And so when you watch those games, you see the energy that's going throughout the building. Even though these are all role players playing minutes that they're probably not going to play for the rest of the season. Like, all these guys are not getting 30 minutes a game. Like, that's fun to watch. Like, that's, that's an entertaining thing to watch. And so, you know, it was an exciting game. Um, the Pels, you know, blew away. In the second half, they locked down on defense. They're like, all right, mm-hmm. enough of this, you know. Houston plays a lot of ISO ball. Uh, let's shut that down. And that's exactly what they did, right? They shut it out defensively, and then the offense got going. The, the Pels, no matter who is on the court, the Pels go as the defense goes. Because when B.I. is in the passing lanes, and that leads to fast breaks, and Jackson doing fast breaks, uh, dunks, like that's that's when the game, the, the game slows down for everybody. Everyone has a lot of fun, and the team plays with a lot of energy. So, um, you know, it was exciting to see Jax on both ends. Like, he he played a great game. Like, I noticed mm-hmm. in the very, like, first couple of minutes, I was like, if Jackson stays aggr- aggressive, like, he has a clear mismatch tonight. Yeah. I can't and tell you how many how many times I heard, give me that, sh- uh, get that <laughs> shit out of here from Jackson uh, on the mics, bro. It was, it was incredible. It, it was fun to watch. But... You know, again, and, and Trey didn't play a whole. Uh, I mean, Trey didn't play a whole lot in this game, or had a, have a big impact uh, to some degree. But I want to. I want to circle back to that because what I saw from Trey in this game and the last game was his energy. Like things are starting. to You tweeted out things are starting to slow down for him. Like it's not just three or bust. Like I'm in here to shoot threes, mm-hmm. and that's it. He took it off the dribble a little bit. He used his length and his size to score at the rim a little bit. Like, he was very active defensively. Like, very, very, very active. And on the boards, and I, I noticed this right from Summer League. Like, he's going to be a good rebounder. Like, he's slight in frame right now, but, like, he attacks mm-hmm. the boards. Like, he's going to be a good rebounder. So, when you see all that, couple that with the fact that, you know, Tony Snell really struggled this week. Like, very mm-hmm. struggled a lot. That That's saying it lightly. When CJ and Bi and Larry Nance get back, is it time Trey gets in that 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 rotation? Yeah, I, I think we we have we have gotten to that point. So, you know, there were there were there were obviously we've been called about Trey Murphy all season long. Uh, you know, and, and Will hopped on the spaces, um, and even he said it himself that he was uh, you know, that he was he, he was calling for 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 Trey Murphy to get some minutes this season, and uh, and, and seeing the same things that we saw, and so. You know, when he get out there, at, you know, besides the 32-point game, I mean, listen, he we it was a blowout, and he was, you know, affecting the game in different ways. And so, you know, Willie let him out there, and he, you know, he made the most of it. But even just to come into to this game, uh, this past game yesterday, and, you know, his his energy is, is contagious, right? We talk about Najee. We talk about Jose. We talk about all of these guys who bring that energy and what it does to have people who – come in and, you know, and aren't just, you know, looking to score and things, you know, we have guys, you know, who do, who do that and affect the game in different ways. But, you know, th- when, when you have Trey Murphy coming in and, and crashing the boards, right. And, and, and putting pressure on the boards and cutting uh, and, and doing things that's outside of what we known him to do, that's showing growth, right. That's showing other way, understanding other ways to affect the game. Even if you're not getting the shots or even if the shots aren't falling and things like that, you, we saw him put the ball down and, and take two dribbles and catch a couple bodies. Um, we, we've seen him tip the ball out. And, and that's one of the things that's so impressive to me is that he's already looking that if I can't get the board, he's flying in there with one hand just to like tap it out of there. Um, you know, and, and so that shows like, Hey, I, I not only do I know different ways to affect the game, but I know of different methods to do it in, in different ways. And so, you know, when he's rebounding and, and playing defense and using his his long link, uh, arms and, and and all of his wingspan and all of that to, to affect shots and, and things like that, those are the things that get you on the floor, right? And those are the things that that get Willie Green to trust you, to, to trust that you can do things um, 
you know, you can find things uh, t- to affect the game and that, that'll get you on that. And then once you start affecting the game and playing uh, and, and giving it the effort, the shots are going to come. And listen, this guy can shoot. He, he can shoot like he can mm-hmm. score. That's what he can do. And so, you know, when you when you start seeing him diversify his game and, and, and do other things, it, it begs the question, like what what else does he need to show, you know, in order to, to get on the court? And so now that. You know, he has taken out the best opportunity, you know, take advantage of this opportunity and shown Willie Green that he can be trusted on both sides of the floor, um, you know, and, and and bring that energy and things like that. Uh, and then couple that with the struggle that, you know, we, we talked about how Tony Snell uh, kind of made it OK for us, you know, that 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 trade wasn't playing. Uh, but when that when that well was dry and we, we saw it this, this week, it ran dry as far as the starter. Um, we saw Willie Green completely take Tony Snell out of the rotation uh, in favor of, of, of Trey Murphy. And so I think there's a little bit of, of, of growing on on Willie Green's part as far as, you know, adjusting and, and, and saying, OK, you know, veterans are great and, and it's great to have veterans. You want to have these guys who have been there to kind of help these guys mature. Uh, but but, you know, as we've seen. There's only a, 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 a you know a certain ceiling to, to these veterans because you know what they do, uh, you know that they they, they probably aren't going to get any better. Now here comes his Trey with this incredible ceiling. Same thing with with Jackson and, and all of these incredible ceilings for these guys and where they could be. Uh, it's time for Trey Burford to get that shine, bro. Uh, I I 100 agree with you, and I love the point you made about Willie Green's growth. I think again. It's another kind of block into the the, the Willie, Willie Green armor. Like, earlier in the season, you would have worried. Because you would have been like, okay, what if we see? Willie trust the veterans and he'll let them play through it, right? Mm-hmm. As soon as All-Star break hit, no more no more uh, uh, GT. Yeah, no more the law firm. Mm-hmm. And a situation where Tony Sell might be struggling, you didn't go to Garrett Clark. You didn't go to Garrett Temple. You went to trade, and you went to a player that you picked up on a 10-day contract in Tyrone Wallace. So, like, mm-hmm. he's showing the ability to be malleable, to understand that I have to see what these other guys can contribute because we're getting closer and closer where we don't have a lot of games to run out anymore. We're getting closer and closer mm-hmm. to the point where if you lose, you go home. So I need to figure it out now. Like, there's no more time to let the, the veteran just kind of find their their groove. Now it's time to figure out who's going to play in that playing game for me. And so tell me a little bit about Tyrone Wallace. Like, he played a little bit. He had some huge games in the G League. He was averaging uh, 18 in the G League, had a couple 40-point mm-hmm. games and stuff like that. Played 19 minutes last night. Should have had 10 points with over three from the uh, free throw line. Mm-hmm. Well, what do you think about a player like that? Yeah, I mean he he he's a good a good guy to have to come in and you know it kind of bridge this gap between uh you know when we get CJ and stuff back and so you saw Willie uh go to him and, and he came out and he looked like a, a guy that knew you know has been in the game right he wasn't it, the moment wasn't too big for him he was ready to come in to step and contribute he's another long kind of wingy type of guy um kind of spry guy and and so you know if he could come in and contribute you know as much as he can. While CJ and while BI is out, if he could come in uh, and kind of fit in and, and give us seven points was really, like you said, it should have been 10, but seven points uh, in your first game kind of just come in and contribute. I mean, we saw Tony Snell go, what, three games and not score or score three points. And so, uh, you know, Tyrone co- co- coming in and giving us seven points, like you said, should have been 10. Uh, you know, he falls right in line with us missing free throws. I mean, he, he fits <laughs> right into that part. Um, but, but, uh, but yeah, like he, he came in, uh, gave us seven points off the bench, gave us a little bit of uh, some more athleticism, uh, some more switchability on, on the perimeter. And so, you know, he came in, he did his job. He didn't, you know, it's, it's one thing to come in and everybody knows your name afterwards, right? That's, <laughs> that's the worst kind. Everybody's like, God, did y'all see? Insert player here. Um, it's another thing to come in and be like, you know what? He kind of came in, fit in, did his job, and then kind of went back to the bench. And so, you know, that's kind of what we, what we need for the, from, from a guy right now. Uh, we're dealing with so many injuries. So, you know, big shout out to him for coming in and contributing, being professional, staying ready, uh, and, and coming in and giving us a little bit of what we needed last night. Yeah, absolutely. So this is that time of the show. This is that time of the week Zion update. So Zion's back Please. with the team. You know, he's looking in shape, looking good. There were some videos of him working out solo, the mid-range jumper with a little bit of handle with teaspoons. The, te- the teaspoon you know? special, I, baby. I don't, know, I don't know how I feel about it because I'm like, part of me is like, 
man, it's good to see that. But the other part is like, man, don't show me that. Like, I don't, I don't <laughs> want to see that. I don't see that until he's ready to play. Like, don't do me like that. Um, yeah. you see him like, 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 K, like, K, like KG said, and I'll cut jail. Why would you show me this if I yes. can't have it? Yes, yes. And so, you know, and there's some rumors going around that, like, uh, you know, he may not be back this year and stuff like that. I, I do think it's an uphill battle just because, you know, I think the Pelicans are trying to be very, very, very smart and they want to be 150% sure that he's healthy, which mm-hmm. they should, right? Um, and I still think the Pelicans make the playoffs even without Zion. So, like, uh, I get it. But at the same time, man, he looks happy. Man. Like the guy's smiling. Like he's enjoying himself with his teammates. He doesn't look like a guy who's wanting to jump ship and go play for the Knicks. By the way, I was watching Soul with my son this week. Movie, the movie with Jamie Foxx on Disney. They made jokes about the Knicks on a Disney movie. I'm like, so you telling me Zion wants to go play? All right, never mind. But but yeah, man, like the but, guy but, looks. But big market though, national uh, media, commercials yeah. though. And Disney owns ESP. Never mind, never mind, never mind. But, but, but yeah, man. So, you know, to see, you know, him enjoying himself and B.I. enjoying himself. Like, I haven't seen B.I. smile this much this season, like, his entire career. Like, put together. Like, he's having fun. Zion looks he's having fun. Like, the bitches having fun. Like, these guys legitimately are enjoying one, playing next to one another and growing something special. And so... To me, I, I'm like, this is all you can really hope for. Like, he's back with the team. He feels comfortable. He feels accepted. Uh, the team knows that they they need him and stuff like that. And so, you know, hey, up and deck, you being petty. You being petty. Uh, <laughs> but, like, you know, it, it was exciting to see Big Z. Yeah, absolutely, man. I, I think, again, like I said on the, on the last pod when he first came back, you know, Zion has just been – he's been dragged – through the mud a lot, right? A lot. And so you never really kind of understood where he was mentally. Nobody could know where he was. Um, so just to see him back, uh, you know, among people who like, you know, the Pelican players have never wavered one second um, about, you know, supporting him and loving him and w- opening, welcoming him with, with open arms. And you see an integration right back into it. You see this man smiling, Billy got, you know, Billy had Billy. I'm, Billy might be the comedian of the team, bro. Billy, bro, Billy every time Billy I see somebody, every time I see somebody talking <laughs> to Billy, you know, if it's Bi, CJ, said he take Billy, uh, to the to the to which we call it to uh, Mardi Gras, like it's just all of these, you know, different people talking to Billy, and they always end up smiling. They always uh, pictured smiling and stuff. And so Billy might be the the glue guy, the comedian, but no, man, it, it's good to see him back. Um, I hope you know that you know he's in good spirits and, you know, he's working back to come back. Um, I, I see somebody asking the room. I think uh, a lot of people were talking about, uh, Till, we was talking about yesterday, uh, there was a, a rumor going around. I, I I wasn't at the game, so a lot of people who were at the game, they had a, a sit-down with Trajan and, 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 and AD, um, and I think Trajan said in that that, you know, it wouldn't, they asked him a question about is he going to be back or what's the status of Zion playing this year, and he said, you know, I, I, I don't think they – I'm paraphrasing him, but I think he said, um, you know, he hasn't played all season, so it might not be in in the best interest to play again. And so I'm not sure uh, this season. I'm not sure, you know, how that went. You'd have to ask somebody who was there uh, and and heard that. But I think that's that's kind of what's been going around uh, what came out of Trajan's mouth yesterday. But, you know, I, I again, I hope that, that Zion comes back because I'm a Pelicans fan. My brother's a Pelicans fan and the best you know, outcome for the Pelicans to be great and the best route to the Pelicans to be great um, is for Zion to put that jersey on and, and go out there and be the great uh, and dominant player that he is. And so uh, I hope that he, he he's working himself uh, in, a, in a chance to get back. But even if he isn't, it's just good to see him back in the city, uh, feeling the love of his teammates and, and hearing some of the stuff and, and seeing some of the signs and, and things that people are giving him at, at, at the games and let him know that, you know, this city loves him and, and embraces him and, you know, we want him back and want to see him back and, you know, all of that stuff that about the float and all of that. That is not Pelicans fans. That's not what we that's not what we do. Um, you know, we don't we don't do that kind of stuff. And, and so it's good to see him back, uh, you know, a, a among the city. And again, that is a lot of smiles going on uh, from from Z. So either he is uh, giving us the best poker face of all time or this guy really enjoys being around his teammates, uh, being a guy, around these guys that support him. And things like that, and so uh, it, it's good to see him. Man, I hope you know that when he gets back, that 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 ovation, whenever he gets back, bro, that first home game, uh, he he's gonna get one hell of an uh, ovation. I think so too. So, 
15 games left, right? Um, the good thing about goal one and three, we stay pace with the, the Lakers. So yep. I'm not even going to go over the Clipper world, uh, the the Clippers and the Timberwolves. We're not catching them. Like it's, yeah, that's, that's, we that's would have funny. to win every game, and they would have to lose like pretty much every other game. Like right, it, right. You know, that's the we nine, so, we nine to ten bound. Yeah, yeah. So at this point, we're just looking to have a home game in the nine nine ten game. So mm-hmm. the Lakers are a game and a half above us, just like before we started the week. Um, you know, we have Portland that's one game behind us and uh, the Spurs that are two games behind us. And so we still stay, stay in pace. You got some big games coming up. You got two left versus – you got two left versus all three of these teams. We got two in the next two weeks versus Spurs. And you got a two left versus Portland to kind of finish out the season. So I think it's important we get – I still think the Pels could – they've already done it. Could go to L.A. and or San Antonio or Portland and beat whoever – but I would rather that game be a home game. Like I would oh, rather absolutely. get the nice seed and that and that be a home game. Um, what are your thoughts uh, on how this season might finish out? Yeah, I, I think the Pelicans are in a really good position. Even in the one and three uh, week, I think uh, you know they they're in a really good position because number one, everything that they want is ahead of them. Right? You play the Lakers two more times. Uh, you get both of those games, then you don't even have to worry about what they're doing. Uh, you know, as long as LeBron doesn't score 50, they lose. So that's that's kind of that's kind of where we are with the Lakers. Uh, they have to score 50 or they lose by a lot, too, <laughs> by a lot. Um, so we're, we're we're there right now. And so uh, everything is ahead of you. You have the you have the Spurs uh, twice. You have the Blazers twice. You have the Lakers twice. So everything is ahead of you. Everything that you want. Uh, is ahead of you being in the ninth, being in the ninth seed. Yeah, Ryan. I, I think, matter of fact, I don't even think it's a crazy tough schedule. I think they have the, the, the hardest remaining. Yeah, they have the hardest they uh, have remaining schedule. Three games against teams without a winning record, and we're two. Yeah. Them, so yeah, yeah. So uh, yeah. So um, so I think you know with 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 being in the ninth seed um and having a little bit, not a lot, but a little bit of distance between yourself and and Portland. Uh, in, in the Spurs right now, I think as long as you take care of business, uh, you know, in, in the games that you're supposed to take uh, care of business, uh, I think that the Pelicans will, will make the, the play-in tournament. Uh, these guys are going to come back. Uh, Larry Nance is coming back. B.I., C.J. Uh, for sure is coming back. And so eventually this team is going to get uh, back to, you know, to playing how it was uh, post-All-Star break. And so I think, you know, as long as you take care of the business that you're supposed to um, and get B.I. and C.J. back. Now, I'm going to say this, and I feel like it's a jinx. Barring unforeseen circumstances, which if you're a Pelicans fan, you probably should have some foreseen circumstances coming up um, because that's just the way life is for us. Uh, I think that they'll be in the ninth seed. I think we'll be hosting a a playing tournament game, Um, you know, and and I think it'll be against either – the I, honestly, I would love to, say, it to be at the Lakers. I don't know if it's gonna be there. I don't know if it's gonna be there, and I don't really know if I want them to be there because the further down they go, the better you better know we, we get that we get that we get that draft pick. So um, I would love for my pettiness to to knock them out the playoffs in a nine ten seed, but it for my pettiness and for my team's draft uh, uh cap, capital or if they want to do something with that pick or whatever. I want to see the Lakers fall as far down as possible, um, and, and that would be done with it. So uh, I, I think the Pelicans are in a, in a good spot with everything ahead of them. Just got to get everybody healthy uh, and get back to playing the way we, we were playing post-All-Star break. I agree with you 100%. So let's look at the games this week. So we got some news. I see a lot of people in the comments, and um, I heard, heard it a little bit earlier. CJ still in the protocols, but he hasn't been ruled out for tomorrow. So mm-hmm. uh, maybe he could come back tomorrow. We will need him, right? So we play Phoenix um, versus Phoenix Ooh. at home uh, at 7 tomorrow. How do you feel? Like if we have CJ but not B.I., how do you feel? I know last time we played him, we played well. We blew him out, but. I think, I think, I think because we played them last, the last time and blew them out, that it's going to be very tough to, to beat them tomorrow. Um, they put up 140 something against the Lakers, uh, last night. Uh, you know, it was, it was ridiculous how many points they put up. Um, again, they're a team with, with different aspirations. Devin Booker is back. Um, and, and playing out of his mind uh, again and, and leading that team. Monty has those guys, uh, you know, humming again. And so it's going to be very difficult. It's going to be very difficult. Uh, even if CJ comes back, it's going to be very difficult to beat that team uh, without them. B.I. was at practice today and shooting around. I'm not sure we're going to see him tomorrow, but no. he might be getting close. Yeah, he might be getting close to, to getting back. But it's going to be very tough to, 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 to uh, you know, to beat them. But 
you know, I, I as always I give the, the Pels a shot, uh, but just because they, you know, they I mean at least yesterday they got back to playing defense. So hopefully um that's kind of been you know pushed and reinstilled so they'll be able to to muck the game up and play defense a little bit but um it's gonna be very tough to to to, to beat that game I, I i don't think i don't think we i don't think we're gonna get that one tomorrow that's uh, that's a tough one um uh, mm-hmm. for a lot of reasons so then you got friday a big game mm-hmm. versus spurs uh mm-hmm. hopefully bi is back for that hopefully yeah because mm-hmm. i'd like to be, i think we could beat it with cj but i would like to be full full strength for that game yeah. so What's your gut tell you in San Antonio on Friday? If we get CG and BI back, I think they'll both um they'll be able to 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 know and understand that hey, this is like, you know, this is a big game for us. Like this is one of the teams uh basically it's a playoff game, right? This is a team that you got to beat in order to make your way, you know, go further or if you don't beat a team like this, you end up going home uh you know later on in the season. And you so got I, spanked by San Antonio last time we played. Them. Right, right, right. And so it's similar to that that Phoenix game where we beat them and they might have it on their mind. I think that you know, if we could get both of those guys back uh by Friday, I think we'll we'll have a good chance to win that game. I I like our chances in that one. Yep. And then that leads us to Atlanta, who they've been a huge disappointment this season. Mm-hmm. Um, man, tough. Mm-hmm. How the mighty have fallen. Uh, but we play at Atlanta uh, on, on on Sunday at 5 p.m. Uh, shout out to the Pels 12 watch party. Uh, they're actually having an event for everybody who wants to join. Again, guys, this is a this is a community thing, right? Like this, the what the Pels uh, fan base is doing has been phenomenal, and so we want to all support each other. Make sure you support those guys. They they put an event together uh, at Red Door in Mid City. Uh, event starts at four thirty. There'll be drinks, prizes, food, all type of stuff like that. Y'all go check it out. If you're in the city, you want to watch the game with some other Pels fans at a bar, restaurant, whatever it is. Go check the boys out. But Atlanta, you know, in Atlanta, if we have CJ and Bi. Yeah, that's what so much of so many of these games depending on you know who's going to be available at that time. Uh, you know, and, and so Atlanta has been a disappointment. Now they they are one of the teams where whenever they step on the court, as as disappointed as they are, they may have the best player. Uh, you know, in any game that they play with Trey Young being as good as he is, uh, he had forty seven uh, last night, I think. And so he's a you know always difficult to put to play a guy like like Trey. Uh, I, I like that, and I see a couple people in the. Oh, that boy Beaky getting on a flight. Shut up. The, <laughs> the wealth, the wealth, Beaky. Um, but yeah, I, I, you know, I hope to see a lot of Pels fans out there. I know, you know, Atlanta's a, a hop, skip, and jump away, and we got a lot of, uh, you know, family out there, a lot of Pels and and New Orleans family out there. Um, yeah. so I, I think as long as uh, again, it's so dependent on who's going to be available. Right. Um, you know, I think that the team with uh with, with Bi and CJ. Uh, and JV Hummin, I think that that's a team that can beat Atlanta and take care of business. Um, but, you know, again, it's it really dependent on who, who's there. But uh, I, as long as I think if we can get two of the three, you know, if we can get two of the three uh, this week, um, you know, or even honestly one of the three, uh, depending on who comes back, um, yeah. you know, I think we'd be fine. Hopefully it's that Spurs game. Like that's the game for sure that we need to win. We need to, we need to get up for that, for that Spurs game. Uh, I expect CJ to be back for that game for sure. Um, and hopefully BI is back. And once those two get back, I think we'll, we'll be able to, to, to solidify ourselves a little bit more. Cause I, I see the, I really do see the Lakers falling back. Um, and LeBron has gotten into this, you know, screw the season. I'm going to just go a whole bunch of points mode. Um, <laughs> it's funny to watch. Which is, yeah, which is it's fine. I mean, it, yeah, yeah I mean, which is which is which is fine. <laughs> um, which is fine with me, but you know, I, I think we'll be fine once CJ and Bi get back. I agree with you. So before we get into this giveaway, uh, remember, appreciate you guys' support. Um, if you guys like the content, follow us on Twitter uh, at the Pels Pod on Twitter. Follow us on IG the underscore Pels Pod. Like the episodes. Subscribe to New Orleans Not Network on YouTube. Whatever platform you like, uh, we appreciate everything that y'all have done. We just hit ten thousand downloads for the year. That's crazy, man. Again, That's crazy. Appreciate all the support. We want to give crazy, it back man. in any way that we can. Uh, so shouts out to y'all. Now, with Mark Madness here uh, upon us, shout out to my Hogs. And they beat LSU, you know, this weekend, but then they well, we'll, 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 we'll allow it since you might be. Yeah. Uh, um, but yeah, uh, so with March Madness upon us, uh, we want to we shout out Jose again, man. You know, 
that guy, what he's brought to this team, uh, and how he he plays the game so passionately is something that I think we all, as basketball enthusiasts, we all can relate to. And so we definitely wanted to give him a little bit of love. So in the spirit of March Madness, we want to take it back to to, to, to Georgia Tech. So at Georgia Tech, um, Jose Alvarado was all ACC Defensive Player of the Year his senior season. Um, he was second team all ACC, which, again, there are some big teams in the ACC if you guys yeah. pay attention. Um, yeah. So if you're that's second team all ACC yeah. as a guard, that's pretty damn impressive. Right? Yeah, that's, that's Duke. That's North Carolina. That's like that's, all that's, of them. That, that Louisville has all of them. Yeah. Yeah. And and the year before that, he was a third team all uh, ACC. So the guy played great. He was just undersized. Like that's that it comes down to a number of games when it comes to the draft. You don't have certain measurables and this and this and this. But every now and then. Some of those guys slip through the cracks. Like some of those guys end up on your team being your backup point guard. So we wanted to ask a question. And again, how this is going to go is whoever is able to answer the question, um, have to be present to 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 win um, correctly. We'll meet up with you, send us a DM after the show, um, and we'll make sure you get this uh, Jose Alvarado City Edition jersey. So the question is, can I get a drum roll, Gary? I need to call our brother, our drum major, to go get yeah, it done. Yeah, no kidding, yeah. What is Jose's game high in steals? Now, last last night that was that was that was Pelicans. That was you know it was his season high. We're talking college Georgia Tech. What is the most amount of steals that he got in one single game? We'll pause that. Now we need Jeopardy music. Yeah. Yeah, while we waiting on while we waiting on that, man, like Jose is, has been has been great uh this season, man. It's been awesome. I, I'm so grateful that we got that we got uh Jose in the on the team, man. And so let's see what we got. I think we got one, huh? Look like we got I think one. We have one. Yeah. Ryan Jones. Yeah, is that the first one you see? That's the first one I see. Yeah, that's the first one I saw too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Ryan Jones with nine. You are correct. Uh, he had nine against North Carolina State, January twenty fifth, twenty twenty. Actually, at twenty four points and led the team with an upset victory. So, mm-hmm. shouts out to you, Ryan. Hit us up. Hit us in a DM after the show. Uh, we will make sure to get your jersey. If you're not local, we'll we'll mail it to you. Well, however, uh, we need to, we'll get it. So, shout out to you for that. Congratulations. You got a real one because I think Jose is going to be on the team for a while. Yeah, and this jersey uh, kind of, hey, bro, these city editions growing on me too, man. This hey, thing man. kind of awesome, man. Hey, man, you're all about Ryan Jersey, man. You might you might need to step back. You might need to step right, back. Right, you're right. I'm sorry. I'm sorry, Ryan. I'm sorry, Ryan. I'm sorry about that. Uh, but, uh, but again, guys, uh, we appreciate y'all rocking with us uh, as always. Um, you know, it, it was a turbulent week to say the least. Hopefully, this is our last battle of adversity. We'll call it that. Uh, as we go down the stretch of these games, we get our big guns back and let's go see what we can do in the playoffs. So, what you got for the people, Garrett? As always, you never know what people are going through, so give somebody a smile today. Uh, as always, I mean, I appreciate you guys rocking with us. That 10,000 uh download thing, man, really means a lot to us because you know, there's a lot of great content, uh, a lot of great people covering this team, a lot of people. Uh, you know, putting out things for the team. So we really, truly appreciate you guys uh, kind of putting us, making us a part of that that, that community as well. Uh, we try to show as much love as possible. Uh, back to y'all. You know, big shout out to you, Ryan. We'll, we'll be hollering at you about the jersey. But, uh, at, you know, this is a, a tough tough streak going for us for the Pels right now with our big guns out. But, you know, this is, this is the time where the character of the team has to be uh, to be growing up uh, has to come out, and, and we're, we're seeing what Willie is, you know, what the what really is capable of uh, as far as this team, this roster goes, uh, with, with the guys out. And so, hopefully, you know, Bi uh, will be back soon. CJ will be back soon. Um, you know, Larry Nance, so excited to see uh, what you're gonna bring uh, to the team as well as Zion. Uh, hopefully, he gets back soon. But you know, for these guys, just want to make sure that they're good, healthy. Uh, you know, and, and good health. Uh, you know, this is basketball and everybody wants to see them back. But, you know, CJ with the COVID thing, you know, you never know what people, how people right. are dealing with that situation. So best, best wishes to him and hope that he feels well. Hope that uh, the hamstring on BI is, is all good. And, and it's good to see Z back in the city and, and, and in good spirit. So, um, you know, follow us on Twitter at uh, PelsPod. Follow myself at Garrick underscore Rattler. Follow my brother at Raphael underscore Rattler. Um, follow us on Instagram, the underscore Pels Pod, and like us and follow us uh, on New Orleans Network and, and on YouTube and wherever you listen to your to your shows. And we'll see you guys next week, man. Yes, sir. One last thing, actually. So I, we do have an event March twenty sixth. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, with For the sure. Pelicans. 
Um, you guys, if you want to sign up, it's going to be cool. You get to talk to Joel. You get to talk uh, to AD. It's going to be a really cool event. Uh, if you guys want to sign up, uh, use our sign-up call. It's the bird is the word eight. Um, if you want to bring a significant other, friend, you know, wife, husband, whatever it is, let us know. We'll match your ticket, man. We want to get as many people in there as possible. And that's another big game is versus mm-hmm. purple. So, yep. Uh, yep. again, shout out to y'all, and we appreciate y'all. We out.